All right. Welcome back, guys, to the Healthy Essentials Podcast. I'm Lindsay Mustard, your host, holistic nutritionist, personal trainer, and yoga instructor, and lifeline student of osteopathy and aromatherapy. I want to kind of delve off topic a little bit today because, yes, my show is primarily focused on nutrition, fitness, essential oils, and all things wellness related, but I wanted to kind of divert a little bit and talk about two words that I absolutely hate, but they they do create a theme that I think is important that people start to pick up on and start to recognize because it's something that I see a lot of my either female clients or my female friends struggle with. And I struggle with the two, I will be totally honest, and I'll give some real life examples of how I do. But two words that I hate paired together because they're so dangerous, um, but also how to kind of step forward and away from it and make a, a better choice, a better decision to invest in you in the long run, um, but to also kind of step away from the mindset and to make sure that you're not revisiting constantly or falling into the same trap again and again and again and just continuing to sabotage yourself. Whew, tough words to get out on a Monday morning. So the two words I hate, and it's three letters total for the two words. Can you guess? Um, if you're sitting in your car and you're driving, you're like, Hmm, I wonder, stay focused on the road, please. But it's if I, uh, and you might be like, what the heck if I, and it's these two words that you can put in front of pretty much any sentence and you'll come out with some potential result that can make you worry or stress or be anxious or be just nervous about what's to come. So two ways I hate this this phrase is said the first is when people start to regret decisions and the second is when they start to either get jealous and they say it because it's something they lack so from a a place of like um, deprivation or lack like lack thereof kind of thing so first one is if I only took or decided to or didn't right it's it's coming from the past tense it's like oh shoot you know if I if I didn't eat that donut, if I if I didn't have that latte, if I uh, you know if I if I didn't accept this job, maybe I'd be happy. You know, if I if I didn't get divorced, maybe maybe I could have worked on my marriage, like things like that. If I and then it usually leads to something negative. The second one, and this is kind of like a, it holds a, a heaviness in my heart for sure, um, is the second way that people use this phrase, and it's you know if I had. And uh, I think about this because I originally wasn't going to record this episode today and I I popped on Instagram to send a message to a friend and uh, someone else's feed came up and instantly it stirred up thoughts in my head and I was like, oh, like flaming jealousy. I was like, shit, like she's where I want to be. She's doing what I want to do. And I was instantly so jealous. Um, And like, I I still am like, you can sense it in my voice. I'm riled up. I'm like, ah, and uh, I wanted to pop on because I wanted you guys to know that no one is perfect. And, um, and I wanted to give some real life examples that you can feel like relatable. Like I struggle with everything just as much as you guys do, um, whether it comes to nutrition and fitness and like motivation when it goes to, comes to the gym or like, you know, having the energy to cook a healthy dinner and just being like, ah, screw it, Wendy's, but I don't do that. But um, like the energy is not there. <laughs> so what I want to talk about though is uh, is like why that happens and some key examples that I see in both practice and real life and kind of ways of being start to change and prime our mindset so we can avoid those encounters in the future. So like the first one I just listed was Instagram. When I popped on, it was 
first thing that came up on my feed and I was like, ah, I didn't even want to see this. I just wanted to send a message and get off. So a tip that I give people is, you know, if, if you're approaching things always as like, oh, if, you know, if I had, if I had that body, if I had that much money, if I had um, that face, you know, if, if I was prettier, if I was smarter, if I was thinner, like all of these things come up and it's more from this mentality of like, oh, I wish, I wish I couldn't do that, but I wish I could kind of thing. And usually the two sentences are streamed together. You know, if I was thinner, I would. If I was smarter, I would. And it it cycles. It's like a freaking laundry, like laundry cycle. It's like washer, dryer, washer, dryer. And it just goes through rapidly. Um, and it pisses me off because I hear that from so many people. And they're like, you know, if I had that body, I would go to the gym five days a week. I would eat healthy. I wouldn't like, I wouldn't go to McDonald's. And I'm like, okay, but you're not there. So wouldn't you want to make those steps now? And they're like, well, I I can't, I, I struggle or, you know, it's really tough. And I'm like, I get that. It's not meant to be easy, but they, they approach it as if, you know, like one day miraculously, they're going to be cat, like have a spell cast on them. And all of a sudden they'll have like a size two body, a person, like perfect husband or wife and perfect home and family and life. And I was like, that just doesn't happen. It does not happen. So my mentality when it comes to, if I statements, usually if I see someone who invokes like a little, like makes me jealous or I'm like, Oh, like that's it makes me self-conscious or it makes me second guess myself. There's usually an element of them in them that I see that I'm like, I want to be more of that. And you can kind of change your perception and perspective to look more of like, I would like to learn more about that from her or I, I, oh, okay. I I notice where, where I'm insecure or where I need to work on self-confidence and self-esteem. And it could, for some women, actually for most, it's body image too, right? It's confidence. It's not comparing herself to others. Um, but it's, it's those sentences that I hear on repeat that drive me absolutely insane. And it's, if I had, I would, and you want to step back and say, regardless of whether you have that or not, if you know that you want it, what steps are you going to take to um, essentially leap and propel yourself forward into action today that's going to land you there, not tomorrow or the following day or the following week, but it's going to get you there over time. And it, you know, that process is going to take as long as it does. If, if your goal is to be captain of the firehouse, it's obviously you're not going to walk in. And I apologize if any like firefighters are listening to this. And they're like, Lindsay, that is not how it goes. Um, but you're not going to walk into the firehouse and you're going to apply for the captain's position. You're obviously going to have to work your way up to it. And you're going to have to portray characteristics and and make sure that you're responsible in the roles you're already fulfilling to make sure that you meet their, their standards and their requirements and you exceed expectations so that you can be a role model for other firefighters in the house, right? They, they see you as that leader and uh, that key element to hold the team together. You're that glue, right? But over time, it's, it's those habits that you do day in and day out. It's the extra time that you're logging, the extra work that you're putting in, and it likely goes unnoticed. And that's and that's key, right? Because if you think about people who are going to the gym and they're, you know, they're exercising for, we'll say six or seven days a week, right? They're going above and beyond, but they're doing it for show and they're doing it because they want attention because they want to be noticed. Like that's not why we do what we do for some people. Yes, but it shouldn't be our goal. It shouldn't be because, you know, we want to show off or we want to be like, look what I have kind of thing. Like, look at this six pack. Like, no, we should be moving because we want to be healthy. We want to be energized and we want to be happy. And that's the biggest thing. Um, 
when it comes to those if I statements, I always want to look at myself kind of like in the mirror and be like, okay, Lindsay, if this is what you want, what do you have to change now? And you do a reverse step back of being like, okay, so this is how I got here. And this is what I need to do to get there. There might be a bajillion steps in between, but what is the first step I can take today? And um, a big one that I'll use as an example when I was recovering from binge eating disorder, and this was back about like five years ago. Yeah, I was like 16 at the time. Um, I, my parents had no freaking clue about it. But the biggest thing that I had to, to overcome was nighttime binges and sneaking down to the kitchen and like gorging on food because I was starving myself all day. So biggest things that I had to start doing, and it took so much time, was making sure that I was eating consistently throughout the day. And I was like, okay, so it's going to start with this meal. It's going to start with the snack. It's going to start with overcoming this fear of like eating a banana or eating a couple extra strawberries. And it, it went from there, but it was a ripple effect. And over time, once I stepped up onto that stair, I was able to lead to the next. And eventually you get from the bottom of the staircase to the top before you realize it. And when you get there, you might not even have that like epiphany or that moment where you're like, ta-da, like I have arrived kind of thing. I have that, you know, that body and that life and then the family and the relationships of your dreams. I think over time you learn just to love the process of it. No different than you love to learn your body as you start to develop and change. No differently than when you're in a relationship and it's not, I like you one day, I love you the next. It's like you have a couple moments and some significant events. You're like, oh my gosh, this person is so like faithful to me. They're like, I, I love you, right? It's, it's exactly like a relationship. You start to fall in love with yourself as you do another person. So what I want to drive home is if you're still stuck in those ruts of saying, if I only, or you know, if I was her, I would do this, or I would be happier. I would quit my job and I would you know, follow my passions and follow my dreams. And you know, if I had this, I would do this. I try to break those sentences up and, and see things from a different perspective. See things as there is an element of something that you want, but you have to evaluate why you might be jealous or why you might be coming from a place of insecurity. And it takes self-reflection to do that. But um, I uh, I have this, um, well, actually, I don't even know how to phrase this. Um, a good, okay, a good example for, for me to use, and this is one that I think a lot of people can relate to, Instagram. Um, if you've been on my Instagram account, you know that I share a ton of recipes. I was sharing some pictures of myself, and that was like, great, la-di-da, um, and there'll be more to come. <laughs> I have to get a, a new shoot done because my photos are all like a year old or so. But Instagram is a, an amazing tool for sharing your life and for staying updated and connected with your friends, but it can also be super dangerous at the same time. Because if you think about every picture that is posted, like, sorry, truthfully, all of mine are edited, all of mine, um, except for maybe some of the original ones, because I didn't really know how edits worked, but all of them either have like the brightness or the con like the contrast pulled up. Um, a lot of them, I have to pull like the tone down, so it's a little bit white, so it fits my theme and my grid. None of them are straight off of, you know, straight off the streets where I'm like, yep, we're posing by a stop sign or we're posing by a Lindsay sign kind of thing. Um, and my food, like my food edits, like a lot of them have shadows. They're always edited. What you're seeing is the emitted, sorry, emitted. Whew, that's a word. No, it's not. Uh, the edited version of what people want you to actually imagine that their life is like. And uh, I hesitate to say this about Instagram because it I, I love it for business, but personally, if I didn't have to be on it, I don't think I would because it's so easy to fall into those traps. 
of seeing someone else's life who you have no idea who they are and getting into these ruts of being like, oh my God, like what I've done is nothing in comparison. And, and I had those moments too. Um, I had someone who, who commented on a, a recipe post of mine and, um, and they were like, oh my God, this looks amazing. Like keep up the amazing work. And then I went to their account and they had like 85,000 followers. And I was like, well, mine's a piece of crap kind of thing and a beautiful grid. And it, I, I sit back and I chuckle now myself because it's so easy to get caught in that comparison game, but to also forget how far you've come to remember, oh, like I remember the first time I took a picture of food and I think I had it propped up on um, like a piece of construction paper with like my scarf wrapped around it and I took it late at night and I had my flash on my camera and I had no clue what I was doing. I was awful. Um, now I have a little bit more experience and I know to shoot with the light and to make sure that everything is um, is backlit. Um, but at this, the same time, you you have to have that, that length of time to progress, to develop, to learn from your mistakes, or not even mistakes, they're always learning experiences. So, you know, you're going to have some wins, but you're also going to have some learns. And a friend of mine actually said that last night. Um, we were in our leans and we were kickstarting a program called uh, it's called the Biggest Loser here in Ottawa. And uh, one of these amazing girls, and she almost had me in tears. I was standing across the room. I hadn't even met her yet. She said her name, and then she shared her story. And I'm like, you hear my voice start to change because like I'm not tearing up right now, but I'm like, whoo, Lindsay, keep the swells down. Um, but this, this poor girl, and she shared her story, and it was about how she's always struggled with her weight, and, and she's been disowned by her friends and her family, and she's been bullied, and it stirred up so much of my past in terms of why I created this business and why my goal is to help as many people as possible live their healthiest but most sustainable life yet. And that's adapting health habits that they can keep with them for a lifetime. Because when you're bullied and when you have so much mental health work to, to do to recover from that, but the ripple effect that that takes, that stemmed from a lot of my insecurities back when I was in high school. And I was the if, if I girl, if I was thinner, if I was smarter, if I was more creative, if, you know, if, like if anything right? If anything, they would notice me. If anything, I would be possible, uh, possible, um, popular. If anything, right? I, I was just like, if, 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 and I was never like, look at who you are, look at what you've done and look at the people around you who love you. I never looked at that. And it, that, that girl speaking in the room, um, like drove like a dagger through my heart. Cause I was so, I could relate. And I hope that if you're someone too who still struggles with with the if I, or you know when I get there, that's when I'll love myself. When I get there, they will love me. When I get there, I will be happy. Or when I get there, I will go on that trip or do whatever it is that you're holding yourself back from because you're insecure about how you look, or who you are, or what you're doing, or that you're going to be judged. I I hope that you that you flip the words in your head and the ones that you're saying out loud because you likely say the if I's, right? I, I wish, and this is from the bottom of my heart, that you can see your value, that you can see that everyone loves you, who's around you, the important people. And I'm going to butcher this quote, but I believe it's those who, those who mind don't matter 
and those who matter don't mind. And the friends that I've had over the lifetime are the ones who stick with me regardless of what I've gone through. I have friends in high school who, like, what troopers they were to watch me go through my eating disorder but still support me regardless. Like, they're incredible beings and they knew that I wasn't in the best place mentally, but they're still some of my closest friends um, to this day. And seeing them at Christmas and seeing them, like, online and just following their um their school journeys and where it's taking them. Some of them are in like Colorado. And I'm like, that's so cool. Visiting in four years after I'm done school kind of thing. But I, I want to wrap up this podcast with just making sure that you're, you're changing the sentences that you're feeding yourself. Um, no differently than how we feed ourselves food. It, the same thing happens when we feed ourselves those same mental thoughts of, you know, waiting for the day when things are going to be perfect to take action. You know, waiting for the day that we finally hit that perfect goal weight to implement all the healthy changes we've been telling ourselves we're going to. Waiting until tomorrow to implement, you know, getting to bed earlier, eating something green, drinking more water, you know, going out for a little walk, getting a bit of exercise. Waiting until tomorrow because this is to get dark. Like tomorrow might not come. I tell this to my dad all the time here. He's just to hang out with me. I'm like, Dad, I could get hit by a bus later today and you could be very upset that you did not watch the stand-up comedy show with me that I asked you to or that you didn't go and help me with a, a food photo shoot um bless his soul because he's really good at helping me with that stuff but it's holding yourself back from possibilities and adventures and people and experiences because you are not secure with where you are right now um I tell you this from again like a, a personal place too but the number of females that I see struggle with body image dysmorphia, and I am still one of them to this day. I was like, I am recovered from my eating disorder, but I still have body image dysmorphia. And it's so, so common. So, so common. Um, you want an example? You will very, very rarely see me wear shorts in the summer or anytime. Body, like, body image dysmorphia at its like finest, but also a prime example of... Um, I'll wear tank tops and things like that. Hate shorts. I absolutely hate shorts. Um, and it's, yeah, it, it still saddens me to see the number of females who are in the same boat as I am. Um, but also who just, just wait to take that action because I see so much potential in them and I get so excited for them because I can see where they're going. I can see how they're going to get there. And I look forward to helping them change and evolve as we work together and, and um, as yet to see them progress. But I start most sessions if someone needs that reminder of saying before we change what you're eating and what you're doing, we need to change how you're thinking and it's how you're approaching things. And it's not I want or I wish, it's I am going to do this. And if you start to say things in that that future, not future tense, but like that um sorry, current like present tense of I am or this is, right? You're saying it and solidifying it in your brain as if it's already happened. So then there's no question about it. There's no, I'm going to, or I wish, or I, I, I will eventually. There's no stumbling. There's no hesitation. You just do. Um, so that's, that's what I want to leave you with on today's note, because like I said, I wasn't going to originally record this episode. Um, and it's short and it's sweet and it's off topic and it's everything wrapped in one that I really wanted it to be. Um, and I went on a little bit of divergence and I gave a few examples of what I was struggling with and what I've seen clients struggle with. But more importantly, I gave home the driving, driving message for what I wanted to portray. And that's don't wait until tomorrow, right? Do it today and come from a place of currentness or yeah, like currentness is what I want to say. And do things because 
you know that's going to have the change in the long run, but it's the habits that you invoke and you implement today that will get you to where you want to go. And it's not going to come through wishing or wanting or you know trying to force things to happen. It's going to come because you put in the hard work and the effort and you just reminded yourself how worthy you are of it in the process. So I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Um, if you want some more inspiration and some funny captions and some like just fun things to laugh at, uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's at Lindsay Mustard and my website is lindsaymustard.com. Three recipes are posted each week, um, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, and we have more episodes coming. If there's anything that you want recorded and dropped onto iTunes, you can just message me on Instagram or email me, whatever floats your boat. Um, I'm here, but I hope you guys have been enjoying everything so far, and there is so, so much more to come. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have an awesome day.